up, y'all? This your girl, DJ Duffy. I just did a dope-ass interview with real-life street stars, so if you want to check it out, go subscribe now. Street stars, man. Hold on, we got a situation. Hold on, big Duff. Big Duff. Nah, hey, nah, nah, nah. We're not gonna. We're gonna drop DJ. It's just Duffy now. It's just Duffy now. How does that feel, first and foremost? To now, I mean, you've been around and you've been moving and shaking so long to where we're gonna drop the DJ. We're gonna just run with Duffy now. It's because I feel like I'm evolving, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a grown woman, and you know, I just. I feel like I'm evolving out of the clubs onto other things, and so I'm just Duffy. Oh, yeah, now you're becoming a whole brand out here. Yeah, she's becoming a whole brand out here. So for the last time since we've seen you, um, just catch us up. Uh, I believe uh, not only, um, and we're going to talk about what's coming, but catch us up since the last time you sat on the couch. I think, uh, um, you know, of course, there was things going on with other artists. You were in the management mode, and you had just came off of, I forgot what had happened, uh, but we had just got you off of uh, something. Um, how have things been since the last interview and uh, just for you and your life? So with the music industry and managing, I just kind of took a break from that because it didn't go as well as I thought, as some of y'all know, with some of the artists that I was involved with. But um, I might have changed my mind recently. Oh, we'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was on pause. Um, so I got back into the reality TV world. So I filmed two seasons of Basketball Wives, which one has already aired, and then we have another one coming in after January. So what was the hiatus about then? Because you, you took a little break from being on the show. With, uh, with Basketball Wives? Yeah. So, you know, a couple of girls didn't like me. Uh, a couple. <laughs> and a now couple. they're gone. Right. <laughs> Move the rest. So Move. now Look, A director, I need her, her, and her gone. Yeah, you know, some of the OGs really wasn't feeling your girl, which I get it because I'm a lot. You know, I don't come in acting like a rookie or a newbie. I came in acting like the boss that I am. Right, thanks. And, you know, sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. But um, being back on the show is great. It's amazing. Um, I really enjoyed the experience this time around. I felt like a vet. I felt like I kind of knew you know, what to expect and how to move and how to act, even though they still be catching us, you know, off guard, out of our element. They do. They love the drama. I'll be like, I'm not, I'm not going to be in no drama. Next thing I know, Boom. bitch. Drama. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. No, I got to ask, even on the, the season prior, a couple of years ago or a few years ago, um, they made a whole meme out of you. How does that, yeah, right. <laughs> how, how does that feel to just like when someone feeling a way like, you know, it's so it's so funny when like my family members use it because it's like they know me since diapers. So when they use it, I be like, oh my god, it's, it's like a for real gif. Like they when your when your family start dropping it in the chat, like that to me is special. It's like dang, like you know, I have a viral gif, and you know, my that's, family acknowledges it. So that's, that's cool. great. That's gonna go on forever. I, I hope one day you're probably gonna be like 80 years old. Like, damn, they still using it. I gotta ask, what was the origin of that whole gif? Like, what was they going on? They tried to kick me out of Portugal. I got into a fight with a lady, and they were like, "You're not allowed on this trip anymore." And I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, Tammy, like, Tammy can I, stay. I, I, you I gotta go. Up. It's like an 18 hour flight and y'all telling me I gotta go like Do you feel like they was ganging up on you in the moment? Um, I, I feel like it was one particular woman. And since she was the OG and most feared out of the group, you know, everybody kind of went with whatever she said. It seemed like they was kind of attacking you. I was just... Yeah, they was basically didn't want no smoke with the person that I was beefing with. So it is what it is. So you said they be catching you off guard. Yes. What is the most caught off guard thing that they caught you with this season? This season, oh, I was about to say, okay, yeah, this season. What's the, the most, most thing caught they caught you off guard, guard with? Thing this season was mm, it must want nothing. Did that they must let you make it? Oh my 
on. Because you want to know why I'm confused? Because I filmed two seasons. Okay. So I'm trying to remember. Well, what's the most recently what, thing that, I mean, you probably can't tell us about next season. But Well, the most off-guard thing last season was when the sisters from Memphis threw a champagne bottle and it ended up hitting Brandy in the head from Dallas. What? Yeah, and I wasn't prepared for that because I went from being like, no, y'all, don't fight, don't fight. But I'm like, okay, this is good for ratings. Like, don't fight to seeing Brandy get hit in the head with a bottle. And then I'm like, oh, no. I was like, let me take my stuff off. So that was really like a really raw moment. Like, we weren't expecting it to get that crazy. So do so do the fights that happen on reality TV, are they real or are they yes. sketched? I just want everybody to know out there that these fights are real. And we're put in uncomfortable situations. So, like, if I don't like a girl... And they're like, yeah, but you got to go to dinner with her and all your other friends. It's going to get awkward. And, you know, and we're, we're told to talk about certain things or certain subjects. So when we're talking about those subjects that are sensitive with girls we don't like, it's just bound to happen. So what are your thoughts? Because, you know, we watch a lot of, you know, from uh, the Bad Girls Club to uh, Love and Hip Hop. And a lot of times it's younger women. But the basketball wives, there are a lot of veterans, older women there. Yeah. To see that TV still wants to see the drama between... Even like, hey, you could be 50. It don't matter. I still want to see you throw hands. Because you know what? The most loved person on our show is Jackie Christie. Yeah, shout out and Jackie. she's been on like probably, yeah, on, on this season, she has been on the longest. She is like our elder, but she is one of the coolest, downest girls I know and definitely will still beat that ass if she has to. So I love Jackie. So, okay, hold on. I'm glad you brought Jackie up. Is Jackie Christie really as crazy as every as not just the we see her, but as the NBA has said says she was, ESPN thinks she is. Is she really that? Yeah, you mess with Doug. You mess with Doug. You mess with her family, or she feels disrespected. What y'all see is that's Jackie. She's not acting like she'd be mad for real. Cause I heard a story one time where she had pulled up on Doug when you know back when he was in the league, and me. she had pulled up on Doug, and baby, she showed her ass like she showed it a couple times, and I think that's why she has that reputation. But you know, I respect it because you know I fight about mine too. So, do you think Doug really fuck with her like that? Or Doug loves her for real? For real, I'm around. I'm around behind, Good, I'm crazy the camera, as hell. behind the scenes. Let me tell you what, that couple is the definition of black love. And like, I love that Doug Christie holds down Jackie Christie through all the craziness because I know mine better hold me down when I have my Talk moments. To him. Okay. Now, now she didn't did like uh, how many weddings now? Uh, every year she does a wedding. Like, I, I think it's know. like 30. Yeah, we might be almost close to 30. You, and like, what man will get married to their yeah, wife I was say, every do you, year? What are your thoughts on that when you see a man saying, I will remarry you every year? I feel like that is just because because my thing, when I give my friends relationship advice, like I'm one of those people that every day you make a choice to be with somebody. You're not going to have a perfect person. You're not going to have a Prince Charming. Like all these relationships y'all see online that y'all think is perfect on TikTok or whatever, they all have the issues. You make a choice. And he's making a choice every year to say I do to this woman again. Is it a new ring every time or no? And they do different things every okay. year. It's different things every year. Now, with that being said, you were able to, you know, introduce your relationship into the world of basketball wise. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a lot of people heard like, God damn, God goddamn, I thought I had a God damn, I thought I had a chance. I'm like, y'all ain't never noticed this before. Like, yeah, but you know, for Imana, come on and be on camera and uh, of yeah. course and congratulate. We're gonna talk, you know, especially on your daughter and everything, we're gonna touch on that. But to have your now relationship play out on TV, because first it was just you, and now it's like we gotta start showing the family. And I've now. always been so private when it came to me and him. You right. know, I, I posted him once a year, you know, right. in the past. So for me to bring him on television was was hard for me to do but i feel like what we have in our family dynamic is really special and i did i did want to share that but i just had that fear of sharing it would then cause people to try to cause harm in my relationship so speaking about your family speaking about your family dynamic how are you handling navigating new motherhood because now you got your new baby too yeah. got a little two-piece and then also reality TV, and then still trying to keep your career afloat, have a lucrative DJing career. And I now run three companies. Oh, so gosh. right, so, um, what is it? Yeah, I have Fine Fine, fine which is fine. a weight loss company, which is why I'm back snatched after my baby. Uh, <laughs> I have my custom wig, which is why you know my hair is slayed. Slayed. And I just started a company for my two-year-old called Baby Girl. Hey. So we sell baby clothes as well. 
What do you think about men with the fake beards? You fucking Ooh, with it? A man with a fake beard, it can be mine, but do what you want to do. Would you sell it? Would you would you would you sell a line? Yeah, I would sell it if it was a, a niche for it, a market for sure. So Why what not? about the fake uh toupee? The I say, hey, if it makes you feel good, do you because I wear wigs sometimes. Sometimes I'm bald head, sometimes I got wigs on, you know, do what you want to do. So could I shout out Tory Lanez at this moment? Shout out to her. Quarantine, quarantine, radio. I don't. Hey, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, look, look at, look at before that. Oh, see, the surgery is different from a toupee. I'm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. The surgery. I've had male friends that have done the surgery, and I was like encouraging them, like, go do it. And hey, guys, if you watch, you can go do it in Turkey. It's the cheapest, and they have the best doctors there for it. And Turkey's amazing. So if a nigga got the um swole surgery, I know you've seen that going around. Nigga come back, nigga, nigga come back with a whole six pack. Oh, she said, what area? Oh, if a nigga got the DDL. You know they they have erectile surgery. Yeah, the DDL. Yeah. You can do anything. I say do what makes you happy. I'm for it. I'm for surgery, so I'm like do whatever makes you happy. At what point should a man reveal that? Hey, yo, this the surgery. Don't tell me. If I didn't know this, don't tell me. Okay. So so what you got? Have you had any? Have you had any work? What you got? I've had boob. I have a boob job done twice. And then I had a lift coming from the babies. I've had lipo and I've had fat transfer on my hips because I used to feel like I had those hip dips mm -hmm. that girls don't like. Um, no ass? What have I done? No, I've always had an ass. Okay. Right, cousin? No thighs? I've always had no. I actually tried to get fat taken out of the middle of my thighs because I wanted like smaller thighs at that point for some reason. That was like the stupidest thing. What about facial why. work? Have you had any facial I've work? I've had um, Botox and I've had um, fillers in my cheeks and I've had filler in my chin and I've had Botox like, you know. Now let me ask place. you, do you tell the niggas about the work you had done? My man knows everything because... Do you? <laughs> but if you were dating, if you were, I mean, I know you're engaged. Would you tell them um, I, everything I feel like you had? That's TMI. Like, unless it's something that like uh, will alter your appearance, where their children will come out looking different. That's the only time I ever disagree with a girl. Damn, what type of surgery you gotta have where so, your kids gonna be looking different? I mean, different? like, let's say your your family, women in your family have overly big noses, and you go get your nose done, and then you marry a guy you never told him you got it done, and then their daughter comes out with the the, the bird nose. And you're like, I ain't never thought about that. That's yeah. news you can use. So I got to get your thoughts. You know, um, a lot of young ladies now are pushing for that, you know, cosmetic surgery. Again, yeah. I know 16-year-olds coming out of the out of high school saying, I probably want to go get a BBL done because, you know, my the, the high school player likes the girl with the big butt. How do you feel about that as far as it becoming more of a trend now versus what used to be like, you know, I hate that for uh, the young girls, like even with the filters, like when I catch myself using filters too much and I have to remind myself, sometimes I literally have to say, you're beautiful, you don't need this filter. So me as a grown woman having to remind myself of that, I do feel bad for the young girls who are now growing up just using filters all the time. At some point, we didn't have filters, right? Yeah, right. We didn't like, when when I was in college at UTA, that nobody, none of my friends, none of nobody else coming with, nobody had BBLs or anything like that. Right. So Most girls didn't know how to do their own makeup. And now it's exactly. like. Exactly. I said, if, oh, if I want to know how to do my makeup better back then, I would have been bad. I would have been bad, boy. But yeah, uh, I just think that it's the parents' duty to teach their daughters like self-love because we can't let the world raise our kids. And that's what I do in my home. I, I make sure my kids know that they are beautiful, they're special, they're smart, you know, things like that. Just teach your daughters, but yo, you got a son, son. so you got to teach him exactly. how to accept a woman for how she is. What, what, what do you do? What are you telling your son? Uh, Especially since you've had all this that deep. Yeah, he's eleven. He just got his first crush. And by the way, y'all don't even. I went through. I, I had a TikTok go viral recently I because I wanted to take my son to the police station because his text messages were inappropriate with his daughter. Uh -huh. I mean, with his girlfriend. So I wanted to 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 like scare him. But then everybody told me I should just talk to him. And I sat down with my son and we had the birds and the bees talk with his dad. And I basically told him how women should be treated and how they're special and how to respect yourself and, you know, the, the woman. And if a girl is coming on too strong and you're not into that because he wasn't really into that, then 
it's okay to tell her to respect herself and teach her what your mother's teaching you. And it went okay. great. And last, speaking of his dad, how's the relationship now with that? Last we heard, it was yeah, a little we, shaky. We co-parent so well. Y'all would be really, really proud of us as black families that are co-parenting. Like, he's, my son's with him right now, and it's my time to have him. But I tell, you know, his dad, get him whenever you want. Go play basketball with him. Go do y'all thing, you know? Now, I still take him by Lou Steric, though. Take, huh? him in, take him in there with no jacket. Just walk him in the front and say, this is how it feels. I wanted to scare him. Fuck like, up. Scare straight. I was like, no, it was What's bad. the text message? It was bad. It About bad. whatever the girls are texting y'all. Oh, oh, it was bad on her end. Both, well, oh. well, it was, it was, I don't Wait, keep it. Keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's get it. Yeah, we're going to keep it. Yeah, let's keep it. 13 and up. They're 11. 13 and up. <laughs> Goddamn Netflix. They didn't know no better, but, you know, both, and me and the other lady's mom, we became friends from this. And so, you know, she was thanking me for, like, letting her know what was going on. So we've both been trying to teach our kids through this experience the proper way to talk to the opposite. Look at Duffy coming up. It's crazy, right? Because when I look at some of the drill rappers, right? You be looking at them and they're our, our kids' age, you'd be like, damn, what happened for this 11-year-old to be on the internet toting pistols and already got bodies and shit? Do you ever look at music and be like, what the fuck is going on? When right I know exactly what you're talking about. And when I was looking at them, I'm like, man, what kind of life do they live? What are they exposed to? What do they see? How will this affect them later? Will they make it to, to be 21? You know, things like that definitely go through my head. With being a DJ, do you kind of monitor what your kids listen to? Do you kind of you know, censor <laughs> what they can and can't hear. I, you know, I don't. Why smoke? He be like, you know, he listens. I let him listen to whatever he wants to listen to. You know, I just tell him like, you know what cuss words are, you can't cuss. And, and like I say, I, I have very open conversations with him. We communicate a lot and he knows what's right. And he knows what's wrong. That's real. Now, um, I got to ask, uh, because you know, you were once considered, and probably still considered, the twerking DJ. You used to bow, 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 bow. So, so that, now, you know, now everybody, the whole world is twerking now. I mean, every, everybody's twerking now. So I, I would say you're originator. Um, what are your thoughts when you see, like, an Erica Banks twerking at a high school in front of the youngins? <laughs> and it's like, man, I like DJ. DJ you know, I saw that, and I kind of was like, you know, after reading what my 11-year-old is texting, I'm like, <laughs> these kids know what kid, the they, they, they're already twerking, and they seeing twerking, and they twerking at lunch, they twerking behind the school. Like, that's what they're already doing. So, you know, whatever. How does it feel for you? Because, again, you know, you've, you've been, you know, cold at basketball. You know, you, you come in, you know, stallionized. How does it feel when you come in, like, you know, with your height, your, your stature, just like basically like shutting the room down, like when it comes to like other younger ladies who wanna suicide. <laughs> Cut your phone out. What was it? I'm sorry, I missed the question. How many points would you score on this nigga, man? Thirty-five. <laughs> Thirty-five. Okay, what position you play? I was a shooting guard. Okay. I like to get buckets. You know, I really wasn't. I was a good defender, but my main thing was a score. You, Luka Doncic. What? Luka. What you think? You think he might get MVP? I don't know. I don't really even watch sports anymore. What? I, I, I'm too busy, literally. I just want to know, did you meet Drake while you was at UTA? <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where that all started. Yeah, my um, my boyfriend at the time, which is my son's father, we had broke up, and so I went out with the girls, like to you know just hanging out. Yeah, and chilling. then I met him. Yeah, but you know what's great about that relationship is that it's good for people to know that yeah, we're still friends and we can be friends and my man knows and everybody's cool with it because me being in the industry of the music industry, we always see each other a lot. Like I seen him last month, you know, in Miami. And so, um, and he's one of the most amazing, humble, down to earth, great giving, caring people that I know. And I just want to put that out there because I feel like they be so hard on my boy and I be wanting to be shout like, out to Aubrey. Off of him. Shout, shout, out, shout out to Aubrey. So did you, did you, did you let him smash? What? <laughs> how many how, how many times would you <laughs> i'm not a light-skinned man but would you i'm not a light-skinned man would you? i don't know would but okay you? okay so so, so 
Okay. So, I mean, is it really a conversation? Yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> was he Drake, Drake then, though? Was he Drake? Was no, it Drake? He was still... You want to know what's crazy is that I've always seen the potential in people. Yeah, because he wasn't Drake, Drake knew, then. I already knew where... This was before his first album. I, when we met, he was headed to go to, like, somewhere to go record with Alicia Keys, who had been one of my favorite childhood R&B artists. And... I was like, let me go check out this man's music and see if he's really like. And after hearing his music, I was like, oh my god! Like I met a talented man. Okay, so that's playing. So you DJ for French? What well, and I what met French for. before his his big break. So I gotta ask: uh, when you see Drake getting a lot of uh, flack for uh, Twenty One. Won't you do something for me? me? I ain't gonna lie, that's my song. <laughs> <laughs> you just hate like, that the people just go I'm at him. Like, was he talking about Meg? Was he talking about Meg? Or was he? Yeah, that was a Megan Thee Stallion reference. It was, it like, was. yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't think he's denied it. It's, it's pretty much like. But, but do you think that that was player? Um, I would never. I would have personally never joked about it. But you know, I'm not him. Okay. So. Well, I gotta ask you: Is Megan lying about getting shot or not? Nah? I don't know. I wasn't there. You know, you know. I was you there. know, you know. Me that night. <laughs> I was not there. I was not invited that night to Coyote. <laughs> like, I, if I would have been there, I would let y'all know. I wasn't Go there. So, are you still working with French now? Yes, I'm actually headed to Vegas Saturday with him to do Dre's. We have a residency there. Now, y'all got a really good relationship, you know. I gotta ask. That's my did you boy. keep it professional, or did you let him smash too? No, when we first met, there was a physical attraction of him, you know, to me. And then I was like, oh, let me check out his music. And then I liked his music. But French always had the girls. Like, there was always a lot of women You couldn't around. get in where you fit in. And I was just like, I'm not trying to be number, Correct. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but I was a fan of his music. And so every time he would come close to Texas, I would go support his music. And that's how we became friends. And then... He was one of the first people that I told him and Chinks, who rest in peace, Chinks. They were the first people that I told that I wanted to become a DJ, and they really spoke life and light into that, and it really gave me the confidence. So, what really stamped you? Like, what put you? Like, when did you know I am DJ Duffy at this point? I think Dallas showed me that love first. I mean, the city of Dallas really showed me so much love, and I remember like. So my nights were like the hottest nights. Me, DJ ASAP, and Shelly B. Like listen. we had the city on lock for a very, listen, listen. very long time. Yeah, listen, like ninety girls twerking at every party you had. Yeah, wow. I had uh, at this club on Lower Greenville. I was just driving there last night. I looked at this club, and the the owner of that club on my birthday night, I did a lingerie party, and I had all these girls come to my apartment complex. I took a picture of all these girls in lingerie and told them all to promote for my party. When I left the club that night, that that club owner told me that this was the most money and the most people he ever had in his club in the history of like 20 years being oh, in Lower Greenville. Bring them out, bring them out, <laughs> for real. Now you had Club Blue Lit. I ain't gonna lie, Club Blue Lit as well. Yeah. Now I gotta ask you, speaking of getting invited out, um, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, you was able to go to one of his Love. parties. Yeah. How was, how was it partying with Puff Daddy? Well, Puff is like family. You know, I've been to a lot of his parties, but it's always amazing and it's always done right and there's always a-listers in there and the music and the vibe is always great and my favorite part is that when the when the big party is over we go down to club love and that's when it gets oh, yeah. more that's, intimate yeah, and that's man. when it's that's when it's like that's when you get to see like the a-listers you gotta be like, the who's who to get in yeah yeah the who's who. like okay now we can party for real now nah, for real put your phones up Okay, so tell the girls. We all want to know. We go to LA. We out. We trying to enjoy ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. How do we get into one of them parties? What? We we ain't nobody, right? But we want to be somebody. We we could be somebody. How we get in? Y'all want to know the real? Yeah. Way. How how you get in one of these parties? You're gonna have to slide in the DMs of the homeboys of one of the. So like, you can either go to like, you know, you got Christian, you got Justin, and they all got friends. Yeah. So you gotta go in there and flirt with one of them and let them bring Come you on in. Shout out Justin LeBeau. <laughs> nah, for real, gotta get go for the sun. You gotta <laughs> go because girls be trying to go for the main guy. Don't go for the main guy. Go for the homeboy. Go for the homeboy, them. yeah, man. Get put in front of the main guy. Yeah. So I'm just curious on your thoughts on uh, when you see a Diddy and Carisha and the element of the relationship that they try to get into as far as hey, we go out but we don't go out. You could do you, I could do me. Can't. Do you feel like that could work? I feel like that's the, that. today's relationships. I feel like a lot of my friends are in very similar relationships. 
they know that the guy has other women. Obviously, it's not as um, thrown in their face as for Carisha because because it's Diddy. Every time another girl posts something, it ends up on the shade room. But in in my friends who are dating right now, they're dating guys with money. They know that this guy has other girls that they're dating too. Until it's official, then. I, I agree. I agree. And as we know, Carisha goes both ways, so she's probably enjoying the little extra hey, yeah, they, around. Go grab them. Do you feel like... Shout out to the girls that like it both ways. Y'all really be winning. I I wish that I like girls too, because I was like, my life would be more fun. I know. Damn it. Shout out to... We're trying to preach. We're trying to preach. Shout out to y'all. So, um, you know, we like to talk about current events, so I just wanted your take on this. Um, August Alcina comes out the closet. He technically didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. That was he brother? was saying something about love. He's found love in a certain way that he never had. He never said this is my boyfriend or. I mean, that's the same. That's the same thing he said about uh, Will's wife. I'm gonna call her Will's wife. Uh, before. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the same thing. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I hope not because I've had a crush on Will since I was a little kid. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't hurt, don't hurt, don't hurt her feelings. Don't hurt her. Let me crush your crush. He gay. No. Yeah, yeah just, that's out of there. That's why that marriage is crazy. But so, would you ever have an open? I know you said you can't get down like that. Would you ever? But if your man who you love, your your baby daddy, your fiance, if he wanted to try something new, you you willing to? Oh, sexually with another man? No. Now, if he said, "Hey, you can go get with another lit nigga." And be with me, and they both got big ass houses and living down. <laughs> Speak on it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna be okay with it. Yes. Yes. You so you you cool with that? Would you let him bring another woman in? No, but that's what I said. You like, gotta share the wealth, duh. Yeah, but a lot of men are in relationships with two women who are okay with it, but they're not allowed to have nobody. So why can't? Why wouldn't I be able to? Correct. Do that? So if he said you could have somebody, if would he you? said, "Look, babe, I want you to go be with this rich, attractive man down the street. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. You know, relationships. You know, when you're ha- when you're with the same person intimately forever. You know, but, but you know, my man is great. I have no complaints. I can tell you that. Like out of the the lit men I've been with in my life, some of y'all know about because of the internet. But he is the best in bed. He is the most kindest and sweetest. And what's his ethnicity? He's Persian. Okay. And, and what I was shocked. So he I said he got a fat dick. I should have been going on trips to Dubai to find my man. Like what? Not Atlanta. Right, right. <laughs> so do would you consider that right now that you're in your soft girl era? Are you still in your hot girl season? Are you still in your boss bag? Like what what era are you like in right I'm now? I'm in my boss season because, like I said, right now I'm running three companies. I'm still DJing for French. I'm doing reality television, and I'm also trying to learn more about creating generational wealth for my family. And I'm starting businesses for other family members. So my parents, I started up a company for them a couple months ago, like maybe six months ago. My daughter, I just started her company for her birthday. My son, we're working on his sports line. Because he plays AAU basketball. He's very, very good. So I told him we're going to start, like, renting out booths at his basketball tournaments and selling merch in between his games. How's your brother doing? My brother, Jet, he's at my house right now preparing for law school. He just (laughs) took the LSAT a week ago. We're waiting on his score. Um, And, yeah, I'm going to be putting my brother through law school. So for me, I feel like I'm in my boss season. I'm bossing up everyone around me. I want to touch on the wig line. Um. Uh, were you wearing your own line during the, the show? Uh, the first season, I was wearing other people's lines. The second season, I'm wearing mine. So you'll oh, see an upgraded quality. Oh, oh. I got to ask, but when you see like a Rihanna or the, 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 the Jenners making all this money on makeup and stuff, you ever think about making a line for that too? Yeah, I thought about it, but um, makeup wasn't, hasn't always been my favorite thing. Like when I have to do makeup, I'm like, eh. at home, I'm, I'm like, no, no makeup type of girl so it was never a thing but i've always been into wigs because i'm y'all know i shave my head bald underneath here so it's fun to go out and just throw on a wig and yeah. be a whole new person what's your relationship right now with uh well let's first let's hit i am jonathan what's going on with i am jonathan i called him on the way here and i was like jonathan 
real life street stars hit me up. They want me to do an interview. And I was like, right now, I just feel like I'm just a mom and an entrepreneur. And I have like really not much going on. And I don't really, he said, you are a motherfucking DJ Duffy. Go in there, tell them to give you some bottles and pop your shit. Nah, I, said, I said, that's why I love you. Yeah. I am why I love you. Thank you, friend. Yeah, nah, he normally up here somewhere. You know what I'm saying? We're going to run into him. You see this nigga hit somebody with a chair on national TV. What was your thoughts? I'm like, you know, okay. I know a lot of people was like, woo, go Jonathan. But because I love him, I care about him. And when he first started doing my hair, he had on an ankle monitor. I said, Jonathan, don't go back to jail for, you know, the these people. Like, so I'm kind of like a big sister to Jonathan. When everybody's like egging on the craziness, I'm like, Jonathan, remember, you know, being here and being present and, and not going back to jail is the most important thing. That's love. That's really love. So that that's a good, that leads me to my next point. Like, is reality, when you have them fights on reality TV, can, do you run the risk of going to jail? Can charges be brought up against you? Like, is there any clause in your oh, contract yeah, that if you get into it? Basketball wise, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, she what's going on it. with Bridget then? British? Yeah, British. Yeah, she's still dealing with her legal battles and troubles, and you'll see more of that next season and the next season after that. You know, as you know, with the court system, this it's a process, but she's still dealing with it. Do you think, like, uh, some of the Zeus. TV network shows go too far? I feel like Zeus, I love I love Zeus and I watch it sometimes, but it's a, it's honestly a bit much for me. I feel bad for our culture and our people and I feel Man. like it's making us look like uh, we're like, like animals. And I feel like it's messing up real reality TV. So now it's like they may expect us to be doing way more than what we do. They don't get paid for that on those shows like are they getting paid so they're yeah, getting paid not, for looking not, like that what they do is like they'll film for like let's say a week or two weeks straight and they'll film like a season like that we film four months straight so that kind of gives you like a gauge on like how much money and time and all that's putting ours and we're on bh1 so they're trying to get it in or they trying to they only got two weeks of fame they trying to get they, they gotta go, get in where they, they fit in to try out. to go off wow now i gotta ask uh, your status and relationship with uh b simone How's that going right We're now? We're going good. She just wore one of my wigs recently. Shout out B. Simone for doing Shout it. Shout out B. Simone Shout for out. the support. Um, I'm really proud of her. Just watching, you know, like her growth and oh, yeah. what she's doing. Dallas girls, y'all y'all doing it, you know, goddamn it. Y'all just taking I mean, over. I mean, she out of out of I could say out of all the women in Dallas, she has motivated me the most of like to just keep going. Cause she has like just been really raising the bar. So what do you feel when you see something like uh like a Danny Lay? who says, you know, because, you know, the situation with the situation, that I can't be in the same room and do the business with this. And mind you, maybe Danny Lay didn't say it, maybe her team said it, but still. Like, I disagreed with it. I'm going to go with B. Simone on this. Like, B. Simone was just there to do her job, and it's like, uh, how many other girls has the baby been with? Like, who cares? And when you signed up to do Wild and Out, you had to have known B. Simone was going to be there. And if you had a problem with it, why didn't you say something ahead of time? You got this girl sitting there dressed, ready to go on stage, and now it's an issue. So, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that. Like, Team B. Simone. So, did you see that uh, Mulatto, 130 of her tracks leaked? I did. Yeah. And I'm such a DJ that, like, I just didn't even want to go listen because no. they were playing reference tracks of other okay, people's songs. I should songs say I'm such a, a lover of behind the scenes and the development of a record. Right. Like that's really, uh, which a lot of people don't know, like a lot of guys in, uh, invite me to the studio to hear their music early on because I do have an ear. Like I'm really, really gifted at that. And I mean, some of the biggest have, hey, Duffy, listen to this, you know? And so I know that process and how much time that takes and for 130 of her records that she has worked on has been holding on to to be released, which means she's probably not going to be able to release them now. Right, it's devastating. What would you What would you tell her if he if you were on a call with her and she, you know, hey man, drop the hoes right now, do 130. Uh, that's what I say. Hey, 130 videos back to back. You had the longest album in the history and just drop it all. Hold my <laughs> hold my cup, Chris Brown. Unfortunately, with the music industry that people don't know is that it's so hard to release records because. It, it's a, a line of approvals you have to get from right. the beats to the samplers to the management to the labels to the like I have I have a song right now with Nav and Soldier Boy on a record. Man, I have uh, DJ I have DJ shows K Camp. There might be somebody else on that record. I have records, but I literally don't want to go through that process of approval yeah. because they're gonna try to come for money 
for me. And I'm I'm an independent artist, right? So I don't have no label. I have nobody backing me. So I would have to pay that money, and I don't know if I want to. So uh, when they leaked these tracks, right, there were some tracks that were leaked that um, obviously sounded like other tracks that people actually have, right? So you saw the reference tracks to yeah. other. And basically what was exposed was, man, the same writers are writing almost all these girls' songs. What do you feel about that? Does it matter? Does, you know, is to it, me, it is I was it is? like, oh, I thought y'all knew that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. I'm like, yeah. Like, my best friend is one of the biggest A&Rs in the game. Shout out to Zoe. When Zoe's your A&R, uh, she works with a lot of writers and a lot of people. So, for instance, she was on the phone the other day. And she was like, I got to get in the studio with this one guy because he has 25 of the num 25 number ones. So it's like, if you know a guy has written 25 number ones for other artists, which means millions and millions and millions of dollars for you, and, and your label says, we got you in the studio with this guy, of course, I'm going to take that record every time. I might still be writing my own and still be trying, but yeah, I'm going to go sit in there with him. Nice facts. Now I got to ask, uh, you know, you look at people like Black China, um, I forgot, uh, Cardi B, uh, they started OnlyFans account, and they are raking it in. Yeah. Have you ever said, man... I'm gonna give uh, you know, I'm gonna give the fans a little more. I'm gonna I, start on. I wanted to do it right after I did the quarantine radio with, uh, and I was like on there twerking with Tori yeah, and with Tori, stuff. Yeah. I wanted to do it so bad, but I was quarantine. pregnant. I was pregnant at the time, so oh, yeah, I was like, like <laughs> I only can do only fans for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> I still should have did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, now I you would have had some. My you cousin was encouraging You would have had a fetish you couldn't get rid of. They'd be Look, like, "Get pregnant I'm, again." I'm sitting w. down there with my man, like, baby, one month. I can make one month. I can make a hundred bands. Just my toes, I'm baby. Hot right now. You know, my man don't have social media, so he don't. I was trying to tell him what I was man, doing. To, with, man, I was just man. I was trying to tell him what I was doing with quarantine radio, and he just seen me like twerking outside on the basketball goal. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm on live," and it's like a whole bunch of people. And I was like, "Babe, if I get an OnlyFans right now, we gonna make a lot of money. Like, come on, babe." And you know, he was like, no, we don't need no money. Sit down. You're pregnant. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. quarantine. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, y'all had that bitch turked up. Yeah, it was Dur fun. During the corona, like, oh, I said the corona, during the pandemic, rather, was, like, did you learn any new skills or what did you do? I got better at cooking. Okay. I got better at uh, rolling <laughs> No pre-rolls. <laughs> um... That was it. I was, you know, I was pregnant most of quarantine, so I really didn't get to do much. Did, honestly, did you think that we would just come right back out and be on the bullshit? Or did you think? It yeah. Was <laughs> I wasn't scared that. Yeah. It was crazy to see the music industry come to a complete halt and like nothing was going on. And yeah. people would start worried about talking about virtual reality concerts. And yeah. even though I still I still think we're headed there, by the way. You know, I, I think that they're programming us to stay in our house more like. I never go to the grocery store anymore. I only use Instacart. I don't drop off packages to my friends in Dallas anymore. I use, you know, Uber package. So there's so many Uber package. Yeah. And drop it off. Yeah. Yeah. And after all the virus and all that stuff, like I barely leave the house. Like I really do barely leave. I don't go to the clubs anymore because after two years of not going to the clubs and now, you know, I'm 32 kids. I'm like, I don't want to go out there for what? So I'm in the house a lot. And so where do you see, what are you, what's next for you as far as your career goes? Like, where do you see yourself? I mean, you dropped the DJ. Yeah. So what's the next level for you? How do you reach the next bar? Especially with all the leaking social, you can't do anything wrong. You can't yeah. do anything right. Social media is like imperative. So how do you plan to take the next step? I am creating businesses for myself and my family. And I'm going to use that money to invest in real estate. And that's my plan. And, you know, there's these tiny homes, this tiny home village coming to Dallas. And I want to invest in a, in a couple of those village? tiny homes. So, like, that's. Yeah, so we're going to have a tiny home village in downtown Dallas with oh, a whole shit. bunch of tiny homes. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people aren't paying attention. But, you know what I'm saying? Look, y'all got to start paying attention to what's going on in the city and coming so you can plan. So, right now, I'm, pl I'm saving money to be able to buy multiple tiny homes oh, in that shit. village. Hey, how we get in? How, how can real life get in on this investment? I'll send it to y'all. Oh, shit. It's not even like out there like that, you know? Like, what's the square foot? I have friends in real estate who have put me onto it, so it's not even really out there like that yet, but I'll send y'all the info as it comes to me. What about the robots, man? What do you think about the little the little self-taking robots? You seen them shit? Yeah. No, I haven't seen them. Yeah, where they, they got the robots that do everything. I had a robot house. deliver my food to my door one time at a hotel, but I was like, this is fucking weird. Like, I don't... 
The world is gonna be so different. Would you ever get your man a robot Duffy for the times you're gone? Like, yeah, your man walked in and he was no, like, no, because I felt he like had a, a, a Duffy like sex toy. I'm mad at him. He would use the damn robot. Yeah. Then, you can leave. <laughs> me and me and digital Duffy is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. I need him to act right, and that's that's how I get him to act right. So let's ask some relationship questions then. Um, on a relationship status, uh, should there be a curfew in relationships? You know, you're talking to a girl that came in the house five, six years ago. <laughs> so, you know, but I had a reasoning, and he knew my reasoning, but was he always happy with it? No. I do think you should be respectful. I think with age, you know, comes like, I, I, I don't yeah, like, do that now. Yeah, like, but yeah, when I was younger, yeah, when I was younger, yeah. I said, girl, live your life. Do what you want to do. What, what what time is too late for a girl to call? To call? Yeah. Well, I'm to, saying, like, it don't matter. Like, it could be business. It could just be a business. Like, call, like what's whatever. up? It could be a business call. It could be whatever. Look, don't call a man after 11 o'clock, I feel like, unless you want something more than a business call. 11, 11 p.m. Uh, God damn. <laughs> Damn, if you calling after 11 o'clock, that means you dress, you had some drinks with your girls, and you calling to like flirt, and it's like, don't even play on no man phone like that unless you about to pull up. Ah. So do you feel, uh, can a man have a woman best friend, and can a woman have a male best friend? I mean, best friend, like, are y'all talking every day? Like, no, I don't want my man yeah, like, talking no like, I, like, day. I'm going to lean on, like, let's say you have a male best friend, I'm going to lean on him with relationship problems I'm having with my man. That's a little flagrant in my opinion. But. I don't talk to none of my homeboys no. about my relationship issues. Listen, if it's your best friend, it was before you. Okay, let's let's paint the picture. I had it. If it was I had if that it was before, before you gonna get rid of your friends. I just I I I I our, our relationship has changed. Like I'm not sitting on the phone with no man for an hour. Like I just don't now, do I invite my male friends out to if we're going to dinner or to do activities or the kids' birthdays or like to do things? Yeah, but like just sitting on the phone, unless we're talking about like music or a play where they need advice, but I'm not gossiping with no man or like talking to no man like that. I don't feel like that's appropriate because I bet not walk into my living room and hear my man like, yeah, Tasha, she, she getting on my motherfucking nerves. Right. And you telling that to a, a woman with a vagina? Right. No. Period. What if she what? I'm going to be like, your friend annoying. Get off the phone. For her ugly ass. I mean, I mean, so with that being said, you know, you said that you had some attraction to French and, you know, the Drake history. Does Iman feel jealous at any point in time? Or no, because you know been? what? I'm so good at making my man feel secure. And I'm the best he's ever had. I'm the best he's ever had. And so I feel like we have a soul tie. Hey, like confidence. He like, no, I'm not going nowhere. I know he ain't going nowhere. You know, we're very both very, very confident in that. So I'm curious, uh, who do you feel keeps relationship together, the male or the female? Uh, I think it's both. You know, it takes two because when, when one person wants to quit, the other person might have to give that little extra mile. Because there's uh, sometimes yeah. the arguments where I be like, no, nigga, fuck you. I'm out. And he'll be like, no, you know, let's work it out. So, real life question. Would you prefer the fame or would you ask the fame? Now that you know what you know and you in it, you need yeah, deep I in the game, to, would you do it the same way? I used to want fame so bad. I used to want to be on a reality TV show when I was 16. Mm -hmm. So, the fact that now all this has happened, yeah, I'm like, it's cool, but I'd rather the money, you know? So, I mean, and I remember you said on our first interview that you like as a little girl wanted to be famous and from working in uh, the rental company or yep. enterprise, getting to this level, it's like you look back and say, wow, is it worth it? Now you were in Queen and Slim, yeah. uh, of course, you had a small role in that. Yeah. Have yeah. you thought of going further, at least into the movie industry? Yeah, I wanted to do that, but you know, we don't have as many acting opportunities here in Dallas or acting coaches. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so then it would be me once again, traveling a lot away from my family. And so that's why I picked entrepreneurship because I was actually an entrepreneur first. That was the first thing I ever did. Uh, I was an entrepreneur selling earrings. Then I did photography. Then I did DJing. So I'm back to entrepreneurship because I could be at home making money and still be there, you know, for my family. If you was on Shark Tank, like, what would you be looking to invest in? If you was one of the people that was on Well, Shark there's Tank. so many different ideas on Shark Tank, but I would say, um, uh, I don't know. We, My cousin is, we, was on is, Shark we, Tank. is CBD involved? Weed involved? I would say vegan. Vegan, vegan, vegan yeah. Vegan, vegan, that's the way vegan to go. Food, like, 
Yeah, because I'm noticing a lot more people turning vegan. And like even myself, I'm vegan five days a week, but I'm noticing more of us like wanting to choose vegan options. I had I had to Instacart on the way here groceries because my mom was like, can you add vegan options to our Thanksgiving meal tomorrow? I'm like, I sure can. <laughs> Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Um, how was your Thanksgiving about to go? I'm about to eat a lot of food and I'm going to watch sports with my dad and I'm going to, I'm running a poker game, you know, with my family. Yeah. So normal stuff. So I, we already um, talked on about you had who you've been with, where you've been, how you got to where you're, I got to bring it back for the ladies. I, I got everybody asking me questions. How you, how do you snag when you snag, when you get the date, when you, when you got the, 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 the link up, What's your go-to position that you're going to use? In sex. Correct. Oh. What's the, that's going to make him call you back. That's going to make him want to well, you know, hit I you again. Ass, so, you know, just from the back, it's just really, like, easy. But, um, okay, there's, like, a thing that I like to do where I lay on the bed on my stomach. Can right? you show us? So, like... It, it's a couch. It's just like, you know, like lay flat. Like, okay, so I would lay like this. And it's like while he's inside, and then I go like Yeah, this, pull it tight. And I like oh, vibrate it, it while he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's like a really good one. Um, you know, I'm really flexible. So like, you know, bring him when you when a lady, when you're when they're on top and you're bringing your legs all the way back, whether it's wide open or whether your your knees are to your chest. That makes it easier for him to hit your G spot, which makes you really wet. That's like my favorite squirting position because I'm a squirter. So, so like, you a squirter? Yeah, guys really like that squirting. So do you pull those tricks out like on any and everyone, or are they reserved for Iman? No, because like, I feel like trying to really lock lock one of their asses down. I feel like if I get to the point where I'm having sex with you, like I'm trying to I'm trying to make you mine, right? right. So right. it's like Period. I'm Period. gonna go hard. You know what I'm saying? And I think, ladies, there's a lot of material online, like on YouTube and stuff. Like uh, some of the tricks and things that I've learned was from like a like 58 year old African woman on YouTube. She has some really good advice. Like, and I took some of the stuff that she gave and I use it. And oh yeah, I just learned four new positions last night off, off of I think what TikTok. I was like, damn. Yeah. And I'll be half, I'll be almost doing that. Yeah. I got to go all the way with it. I got to yeah. go all the way with it. Cowboy, you know, my man loves and I'm doing cowboy when I'm on top. Oh, doing yeah. Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, yeah. Oh, talk to him. They can picture. They can picture. So I'm curious, uh, you know, with, uh, I think Shawnee O'Neal and she's doing a new reality show with somebody. Yeah. Will you be willing to do one with Iman? Putting like, like we're going to do our own reality show. We're going to bring the cameras in. I don't know if we'd be that interesting to have our own show. Maybe something with like other couples. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. We're normal. Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The celebrity uh, marriage counseling show. Now, we would be funny on that. Like, my family always says, like, if people saw the real y'all and y'all's arguments, because people see this big Persian man and me, and I'd be getting in his ass. And people be like, give me talking to you. Wait a minute. I'm like, yes. Wait shit. a minute. Did I do marriage counseling? Uh, we did do counseling on next season's of Basketball Wives, so y'all will see that on next season. We did counseling. I like that. How important is counseling in a marriage? I think it's very important now that I actually did it. I can say that even though we were doing counseling on TV, we took it very serious and it has helped out on my relationship tremendously. And oh, yeah. the one tip that I would like to give to all, you know, people in relationships out there is give grace to your partner. And that's something that I forgot to do in my relationship. Like I would get so mad and so quick to be mad, but I wouldn't say like, is it his busy time of his work? season mm -hmm. there's something in this ha life happen of why he may be a little bit snappy or a little bit right. upset right now is there a, a reason for like you know his quick temper and i give him grace when i'm like okay so is is iman your ideal dude is he the type of person you saw yourself marrying that you saw yourself with or is he completely different like i never thought i know you said the persian thing threw you off but just character wise and just you know annoying things wise and things that you thought you would never even really be able to accept he was not my ideal man. I, I, I definitely thought I was going to marry like a black basketball player. And I was like, I'm going to be the black tall basketball player. And I hope he doesn't cheat on me. Literally was like, like right. what I thought. And so to be with a man who I've never had to question, never had to look through his phone, never had any other woman, never had even a, a nothing. Uh, he doesn't even have social media. Oh, the piece, never thought I had a man like that. He's like a Michelin star chef. Like he cooks for my family all the time. Never thought I'd have a man that would cook for me. 
You know, so never thought I'd be with a man of a different race because, like, I just always thought we were just black men. And, you know, it has been great. There's a Netflix show y'all should watch if you haven't watched already called From Scratch. Okay. Sit down and watch that with them as soon as possible. From Scratch. You know, you're going to love it. Um, I'm curious, can a man say no if a woman if a woman in a relationship wants sex, wants to get down, man's tired, can he say no? Or Yeah, oh, he, okay. he said no to me before, and I was like shocked. Like, Is this nigga cheating on me? <laughs> yeah, what, are you, what are you doing that moment? How, 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 how do you put her, look, how do you sit I, I, on look, him? I said, what's wrong? Oh, like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? I was like, Wait a what's minute. wrong with you? He's like, yeah, he was like, I'm just tired. I had a long day. I'm just like really meant to drown. I'm like, okay. But I was like, nah. So I just got to ask you before we get out of here, man. Trump is about to run again. 2024. What do, you, what do you feel about Trump running back and running the world again? Make America great. I try to not think about it because it literally depressed me to think oh, about well, it. Oh, I said literally I get depressed. Free Larry Hoover and get niggas right back on the side. I do, you know, we live in a red state. You know, if yeah, I live in California, Texas. maybe I wouldn't care. But since we live in a red state and I know that he has been dangerous with his words and actions, I don't know what, if he was the win, like what he would encourage other people in our red state to do. Is it time for Michelle to go ahead and run? Oh my God! I never thought of that. That would be amazing. Michelle got to go do it, man. That would be to. amazing. She got to do it. I never or, thought. Or of that. I doubt she wants to. So some of that. What's music missing right now? You you've been out the game. You getting back in it. What's music missing? What do we need? What do they need to? Do? What do we need to do to find it? Where I is mean, it located at? I mean, uh, it's just. Uh, the problem with the music industry right now is like everything's so fast. It's so easy to like be a big artist in a month, right? And then it's just like, oh, this song's hot. Oh, now it's not a week later. And it's just, it used to like, it used to, music used to, people used to take their time with it and really like enjoy the music and enjoy the process. And now everything is just so fast. Like imagine you get a fast food meal versus a, a home cooked meal that took a long time to right. make. It just, it just so feels like, it. that's kind of like how I feel with mu the music industry. It's like, we just need to slow it back down, but it's really hard with like all these apps and everything. So from a female DJ perspective, when you see a situation at the AMAs where Glorilla comes out with Cardi B, how does that make you feel just from seeing the women rise and rap? I was proud of that because you know, I was the first person to do a TikTok to her song. I don't oh, know if y'all knew that. Oh, hey, listen, now you, you put a lot of people on. Yeah. Uh, Megan, niggas went on Megan Thee Stallion like yeah, that. Yeah, I did the gas station challenge. Yeah, the gas station Megan. challenge. Come on Which now. I have her, they sent a plaque for that, so thank y'all. Oh yeah, there you go. Shout out to the plaque people. I love it. Um, yeah, for Glow, uh, I actually have been pushing her producer, um, the, the guy that made uh, yeah, the hit, uh, kids. Yeah. I have been pushing him to people in the industry for years, like yeah. when he was a teacher at a school. Oh, damn. And yeah, Word. when he used to go to LA, I used to hit people up and say, hey, work with this guy, work with this guy. Oh, like, he's shit. dope, he's dope. Yeah, I got beats for him for a couple of artists in Dallas before. And so to see him make it is dope, but he posted the song and then I, I ripped it off his page and went and did a TikTok. So it was Glow Rilla had one in her bathroom and then it was me. Because I heard it and I knew. I right knew. then. I right knew. then. From a club, I knew from this day is going to run. I posted my video before it was even out on iTunes. And to see it actually did what it did, I, it just further lets me know, like, I do have an ear, which made me think, like, maybe I should go back out here in the Dallas streets and look for an artist to help because I have the resources to really help someone. So I wanted to announce this on here Real that nice I am back looking for Exclusive. I am back looking for an artist, one artist. I have uh, a team with money behind me. I have people who are ready to take somebody to the next level. So if you are an artist in Dallas, Texas, and you are seeing this on Real Life Street Stars, yeah, send me your music. On. And let's hope that the next time I come back on this platform, it's with the artist who made it. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, congrats, man. I mean, I'm sure you learned a lot from the first time. God yeah. damn it. Oh, do you... When, and I have to ask, when you see Enchanting still on 1017, still pushing forward. I reached out to Enchanting and I let her know like two things. That one, I wanted her to get back to singing and not as much rapping. Thank you. And then two was that I am proud of you. You know, I hate that we ended the way we ended, but I wanted her to know, you know, there's no bad blood. So there's no bad blood with me and Enchanting. Um, I'm really rooting for her. I just feel like there's certain things that need to happen and, and be in place done by her team and her label to help her be successful. Yeah. And she's not getting that what she needs. Right. But, you know, hey, and Channing, if you ever, you know, need the, help, you know, the I'm The fact that you've seen it there away. yourself. And I can only expect great things from you getting back into this world. So, yeah. you know, let's see how it goes. 
Team Nikki or Team Cardi, I gotta ask. I'm sorry. I gotta know. Uh, you know, I first was a Nikki fan before a Cardi fan. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I love I, them both. You gotta pick. I love them both. Pick one. Well, what am I picking, though? Like the best music? Team Nikki Who's or Team Cardi. Who's the best Cardi. rapper? Or you, overall person? Don't overthink it. I mean, I, I don't know. I like them both. Oh, that's a safe answer from DJ I really Duffy. I wish I could give you an answer because I'm a very opinionated person. So, but I just, when I see that, I'll be like, I love y'all both. I don't know. Who would you pick? Nikki. Okay, because you were a Nikki fan first, right? I actually was never a real life diehard Nikki fan, but you cannot deny her talent. You cannot yeah, deny her bar. Cardi makes way better music than you. Yeah, Let's keep it a bean. What are y'all talking about? Shout out Jay White. Shout out. She, Cardi don't write her. Cardi don't write her music. Cardi don't. I can still listen to the old ones, just like this, like I can the new ones. I don't listen to no Cardi B song. Cardi didn't slide on tomorrow. Cardi didn't slide on that. She slid on. Cardi slide on every song, bro. You tripping? She slid on that, but Nikki. Nikki been doing good lately. She hard, well. but Nikki been doing good as But well. Cardi jam like a nigga. What's you, Nikki when you got, when you got 30 right rounds. What's her number one right now? The Nikki. Nikki got a number one right now. The last record. Uh, it's not super. Is it super? It's not super freak. See, you don't even know. I don't know it. Yeah. It's it's not ass. It's more pop. And Cardi just did some real rap shit, so I'm like. But it's, okay, but the thing about Cardi is she's sliding on a feature. That's why my perfect. Yeah, she's on a feature. She can't she can't deliver. I think got your scissors. Yes, <laughs> Man, listen, we're gonna. Let the, so you team Cardi? Ah no. Yellow is hard, but it ain't killing everything. It ain't killing everything in the catalog. Give me one. Give me one. Now we gonna, we gonna let it's like play. arguing about like Jordan or LeBron. You yeah, know? It's it's like like errors gonna... and... no. yeah, it's like errors. No, it's errors. No, it's not. No, Nikki's been around Man, since Nikki's been around since 2008. Nikki, right. And that's why, look, and, and because of what you said, that's why I'm always gonna respect Nikki because for how long she's been around, I could never diss Nikki in any type of way. Like, I remember I was in the plane with the Wang. Yeah, five star chick. Yeah. Like, I was rapping her whole mixtape. So to see that she's still here is amazing. Now, Cardi, Cardi to go from where Cardi then came from and the love of hip hop and the strip club and everybody talking about her and talking about this and talk, for her to take that love of hip hop and turn into a real career yeah, where bro. she's respected in the fashion industry, bro. television, music. It's like a big deal. That's a big fucking deal. That's a brand, man. And lastly, um, just before we get out of here, I just want your uh, flowers for takeoff. Um, you know, the situation that happened. Yeah. I just want you to, for you being as a DJ and the Migos being a big part of just the club scene. Damn the, damn the charts. Yeah. The club scene, the Migos ran that shit. How was it for you as far as seeing that loss, you know, with uh, takeoff? It's heartbreaking. Like, it was almost unreal. You know, this is somebody I've been around on multiple occasions, and he was always quiet, so I can't say, like, oh, you know, we... But to know how his brothers are hurting, to know how his label is hurting, to just see his fans hurting, to know it happened in Texas, where I'm from, like, it was just all so... To, gun violence, man, it's just so sad. And to see so many great artists in such a short amount of time, life be taken away is just heavy on me. You know, oh, yeah. like oh, honestly, yeah. stepping away from the music industry right now for me, it's just like where I feel like I need to do because I don't feel it the same. I can't go in the club and like I'm, I'm not feeling some of the music these days. And mm. it is harder for me to hear violence and have an 11 year old son that I have to now explain like, yeah, mommy plays this music, but no, don't do that. And so I was having a lot of conflicts with as I'm growing in life and getting yeah. older and maturing with kind of what's associated with hip hop. So to see a lot of people speak out saying, even like NBA Youngboy saying like, y'all stop talking about uh, violence. Let's stop rap uh, rapping about violence. I was really happy to hear that. Oh yeah, no man, it's definitely uh, something that of course the world needs to address and uh, you know, the creators need to, you know, definitely sit down and see what's happening with these young kids. Uh, for that being said, uh, everything that you have going on for those to follow you, get at you, see what you got going on to see the next season of Basketball Wise coming up, even the last season they didn't watch it, go and watch it. How can they get at you? How can they follow the movement? See what you got going on. Um, you can follow me at Duffy, D-U-F-F-E-Y on Instagram. And then from that page, you'll be able to find everything else. All my businesses, 
my TikTok, everything that I have going on. So just, just follow me on now. Instagram. Y'all see how fine she looking in the fine fine. I'm glad you took that jacket off so we could really see the curves. They wasn't ready. They wasn't ready. Nah, definitely. Any shout outs you want to give? Um, shout out to my son, Air, and my daughter, Shadi, and my man, Iman. I love y'all. Shout out to all the basketball wives. Shout out to French Montana. Shout out to my family, my cousin, Kenda, in the building right now. Yeah. Shout out to Real Life Street Stars. Hey, hold on, wives. I appreciate it's going so down. much. Y'all like family to me. And till next time. Till next time, man. Have fun at Dre's, man. Turn over French, man. Hey, watch basketball season 11, whatever the hell's coming out. You already know what it is, man. No longer DJ Dippers. Big Duffy in the building. Real life street stars. 360 on the table, man. This is what it is, man. You are a real life street star. Salute. Yeah. Shout out real life street stars, nigga. Move. Hey.